Hello, Save Hornet listeners. How y'all doing? Welcome to the first episode of Sin Filtro. This is the first ever Spanglish Latin podcast, if you will. Uh, I'm here with digital editor Mercy Sosa and managing editor Magali Munoz. So, how are you guys today? <laughs> I'm good. Excited to be here and to finally record the first episode. Me too. I'm Mercy, and I'm very excited that we're doing this bilingual podcast and providing this platform for our audiences on the State Hornet. Sweet. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad we're all excited. Just like a little in summary of like what this podcast is about, it's more so just us at SEF members of the State Hornet who are of Latino backgrounds just sharing, you know, just stories and opinions on how we've grown up and our cultures and our heritage and all that. So today we're going to talk about where we're from, our own heritage, since it is Hispanic Heritage Month. So why don't we just go around and say like where we're from. So I'm from Mexico. My parents are from this like small town in Guanajuato. I've never been though. I wish I could go, but it's like every single time that I've tried to go, everything like something comes up, like COVID happened and then Years ago, I tried to go, just never went. But yeah, I'm from Guanajuato in Mexico. So I was born and raised in San Diego, California. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're from San Diego, everyone knows that we are at the border with Mexico. That's where my dad is from. He is from Hermosillo, Sonora. Is mostly where he grew up. He was born in Veracruz. I have been able to visit, but to be honest, it's been a while. I was what, like five years old. So I I do have memories of what it's like to be there. You know, the roads are different. It's a lot more dirt than it is road. (laughs) Um, You know, the culture is different. The food is different. You know, family that I don't really know um, that well um, is there. And then on the other side, my mom is from Guatemala. And same story, haven't been there since I was a child but do have very, you know, strong memory of of what it was like. And, you know, my family there grew up on a farm, kind of. They have a a coffee plant area. And so I was able to see a lot of, like, you know, they had, like, maize on the floor. They had had chickens and they they had dogs and, you know, the whole farm lifestyle. Um, <laughs> you know, rancheros or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where I come from, and, and you know, that's my background. Nice. So I'm from Marin or Centerfell, but my whole family's from El Salvador, even though I have like family that's scattered all over. But they're from like my immediate family is from San Miguel, which is like an hour and a half or two from like the capital, and. Yeah, I also grew up like like that farm, or they also grew up in like that farm life too. Like when I, when I went back last year, like I just remember waking up at like five in the morning to hearing like the roosters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and just seeing and like climbing like coconut trees and stuff, and seeing all like the stray dogs and stuff. It's it's one hell of a trip. Also, like the dirts, the, the dirts, the roads are hella dirty and like hella <laughs> like rock fields and stuff. There is no road. <laughs> there is no road. You figure it out. <laughs> you make yeah. your own road. Yeah, that's what I always hear. Like, when my sister went in January, she was like, bro, it's not anything, like, here. Like, even, like, I live in, like, the country, I guess. Like, she was like, at least there's, like, you can tell, like, where it starts <laughs> and where it stops. She goes, over there, it's literally just, like, 
wherever you can drive. That's how it is. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I can't even <laughs> drive normally with straight lines. Imagine driving in Mexico. It'd be a trip. No, you're screwed over there because it's like, there's not even like a path. All you do is like, like the outlines or like the trails, like the tires that are left. And so I was like, good <laughs> you luck. You just follow that. You just follow the tires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, I would like to go, mainly because I feel like the food over there is, like, would probably be so much better. Like, I always see, like, TikToks and, like, videos, and, like, when my cousins go, like, all of the different pictures that they take of the food, I'm like, I would love it just for that. Just, like, if you would experience, like, huo and, like, a bolsa, you know how they do it, like, on, like, yeah. street style, like that. Like, I feel like that would be just, like, the most amazing experience. Yes, let me tell you, girl. So, there's... When you cross the border from San Diego to Mexico, the city that you go into, it's called Tijuana. And oh my god, to this day I remember their tacos. They're so good. And and you know San Diego is like right at the border too, so you they do have good tacos, but there's just something about that Mexican right across the taco. border. Yeah. <laughs> I crossed the border taco that just it hits differently. It's so good. I'll say this right now, there's not a good pupusa here like in the states as there will be like back home like in like in the mainland like there, yeah. There's nothing like it. That's why sometimes I'm hesitant to, like, try some of the foods from, like, other Latin yeah. American countries. Because I'm like, it's not going to taste as good, like, as mm-hmm. someone who's from there. But, like, I do want to try, like, all of those different foods. Yeah. Even, like, whenever we go to, like, the market, uh, my mom makes pupusas. And so whenever she, like, buys chicharrones and stuff, it's like, I'm only going to eat that. Otherwise, it's like, I'm not about to go out on my way and buy pupusas because it's like, I feel like it's going to not taste good no it has to be made by the people for sure yeah and let me uh, in sacramento especially it's so hard to come across (laughs) Mm -hmm. hispanic food at least i think from like my first impressions of being here um unless you go to south sacramento which i don't really you know i don't live around there so i don't really know what it's like but that like necessity there's like this gap here like where we don't really have those options made um, very available to us, I feel like, here in Sacramento. Yeah, if you go to, like, South Sac, if you're going to... The only way you're going to try, like, authentic food is if you're buying it from, like, someone's, like, backyard, like, on a Friday night. They'll always have, like, those <laughs> puestos, like, in, the, like, the different uh, neighborhoods. Like, that's the only way you'll really try authentic food. But, like, even just in Sacramento, they have, like, the gentrified versions of, like, Mexican food. So, like, Zocalos, Mas Taco Bar. Yes. I went to Mas Taco Bar not that long ago. And I was like, the food's good for it being just, like, Americanized, but I'm like, I miss, like, the real tacos, the way that, like, my mom makes them, or the way that, like, all my uncles make them. Like, that that is what I want. Like, that is what it's made. And I'm like, it's fine for what it is served on these, like, fancy little plates that they probably bought, like, on fucking Etsy. Like, it's just, like, not the same. Like, you just don't get the same authentic feeling. And, like, yeah, Sacramento lacks a lot of that, despite it being so diverse. Have you noticed also how the gentrified taco shops, like, they appear super Mexican. Like, they'll have, like, I remember I drove past one the other day. They'll have, like, you know, paintings of, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just, like, very Mexican-styled paintings. And, like, I already knew just by, like, looking at it, I'm like, oh, yeah. We, we, we're not there. We're not gonna go there, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, it's very funny to me how how gentrified the Mexican food is here in Sacramento. Um, Yeah. I feel, I saw a TikTok on that, like, the other day, and just, like, you know when you're at a good spot, when it's, like, 
it looks almost like run like kind of rundownish sort of you know what i mean it's like the walls are like kind of plain and it's just sort of like and this doesn't look like the spot but then you like eat to feels like oh my god this it's tastes- like a little kid at the corner he's the one that's taking your like order and then it's like his mom making it that's how you know it's gonna be good it's yeah. like not these big elaborate places like yeah like low-key illegal kind of yeah stuff. <laughs> those are the best places the place has to have like, the word taqueria in it otherwise it's not gonna be good i think mm-hmm. if it's just like a name like soca and I feel like, yeah, this is going to be gentrified as hell. And overpriced. It's always overpriced. Like a margarita at Sokolo is probably like $10, $12. And I'm like, it's in this little ass cup. I could probably make the same thing in like stronger and better for a lot less. And I'm just like, God, what have Americans done to like our culture? <laughs> so y'all, where'd you say you're from again? Sorry. Mexico. No, no, no. <laughs> Like, which city? Oh, I'm originally from SoCal. I grew up in Ventura County, but now I live in Sacramento, like, Galt area. Okay. Is there, like, a perf- like a favorite Mexican dish of yours that you have? Tamales. Like, I cannot wait for it to be December and my mom makes, like, tamales. Because she makes so many and she, like, gives them out to, like, my family. And she makes, like, different kinds. And, like, that is, like, what I'm so excited for. I know people really like pozole and, like, all that kind of stuff. But for me, it's, like, the tamales. Like, the process of making it. And then, like, going to people's houses, like, that to me is, like, the best part. And I think that's, like, my favorite thing from Mexico. I guess I haven't been, so I don't know what's, like, 100% local there. But I know that that's, like, my favorite food. Yeah, no, tamales is where it's at. Um, (laughs) No, but I agree with Magali. Like, the dedication and the time that it takes to make tamales is wild. Like, I've seen my mom and, you know, like, some local friends that she has. Like, they'll literally be in the kitchen for hours. No, probably like days. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I, I have a lot of admiration for like you know people like that that remember the recipes that they pass it down to like their daughters and hopefully their sons too. Um, <laughs> um, I have a lot of respect for for you know the tradition and passing it down. So tamales, I feel like especially are a good representation of that, but. Um, you know, I've had tamales way too much. So my favorite <laughs> Mexican dish is uh, mole. Mole is so good. If you guys don't know what mole is, it's chicken with some spices. But, like, it has this special, like, chocolate spices mixed, like, sauce on it. And then usually people, like, accompany it with, like, yellow is it orange rice or is it red rice? Red rice. Red rice. I don't know the Some color. Some color like that. But yeah. It's not white rice. <laughs> and like beans. Usually it depends on like the family. I think, like what the company with it. But it's so good. Um, my mom would make it for us like growing up, and every time she'd make it, it'd always be like a great dinner. You know, like you're. I'm water. Like my mouth is watering <laughs> just thinking about this. Yeah, my. <laughs> For mole, we don't get it a lot. We get it a lot, like, on special occasions because my mom mainly is the one that, like, makes it, like, the best, the most authentic. So, like, she'll make this for, like, quinceañeras and, like, baby showers. And, like, it's so good. Even just, like, and then that takes days. Like, you have to prep the chiles and, like, all this other stuff. So, like, I really like watching that. And I hope I get to learn someday because it's going to suck one day when my mom's, like, not around. And I'm just like, wait, hold on. How the hell do you make this? Like... I want to be able to pass it on to, like, my kids, but I need to start being, like, paying attention to more, like, when she's in the kitchen instead of just being like, okay, when is that ready? Like, no, I need to sit down, talk to her, and be like, okay, how can I do this at some point in the future? Yeah, no, I tried to have them 
you know, basically teach me how to make certain dishes. Um, but it's so funny because if, I don't know if your parents are the same way, Magali, but my parents don't really measure anything. They'll kind of just, you know. Un tantito de esto. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll kind of just toss all the ingredients in there. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, you know how much to put in there. I'm like, but I but I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me, how much do I put in here? And I think it's usually trial and error when you're first learning. And there's still a lot I don't know about cooking. But yeah, I think it's very funny to me because I think when you're back in, like, Guatemala or, or Mexico, like, I think you're expected to learn. Like, you... you are there in the kitchen with your mom like you know every day of the week because you have to feed your family but over here I feel like that expectation is gone and a lot of the load is put on the mother figure so I don't know it's it's just a a difference in the cultures of American and Mexican or or Guatemalan or Salvadoran (laughs) I feel that my my mom was like I don't want you to like be raised to like not be able to be independent that's on your own and so, like, ever since I was, like, since, like, middle school, she would, like, teach me how to make pozoles and, like, how to, like, season stuff and pozoles and stuff. That's why, like, I like how you mentioned, like, Christmas, because it's, like, you see all that effort and dedication. It's, like, damn, we're in here for, like, five in the morning <laughs> just, like, like, stewing up all this meat and stuff. It's it's such a long process, but, like, the result of it is so great because, like, everyone's, like, at the table and everyone's happy. It's, like, damn, this is some good-ass food. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't get that. Like, I, I, we were just talking about Friendsgiving the other day, and they're like, well, what are you going to bring? And I'm like, well, I don't eat, like, the American version of, like, Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. the turkey and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's there, but for me, it's like, we're going to do the pozole, we're going to do the tamales, we're going to do, like, all these other, like, different, like, chucherias that, like, we're going to eat. So it's weird when I, like, talk to, like, Americans about it, because they're like, yeah, we're going to have, like mashed potatoes and like yams macaroni and, stuff. and cheese yeah macaroni <laughs> and cheese <laughs> potato and like, salad <laughs> yeah potato salad they love that stuff and they had, like to add raisins and like all that kind of stuff I'm like ugh like the know most unseasoned the stuff I don't know about the raisins <laughs> I like my potato salad without the raisins but oh, no no but I I don't know about you but we still do the turkey but we don't mm. we latinize it a bit mm-hmm. we add chile we make it spicy. <laughs> actual, <laughs> so like, sazon with, yeah, like, all that Yeah, so kind of stuff. it's actually seasoned and there's actually flavor there. It's not just bland turkey, which, I, you know, I can't speak for every American family that they have bland turkey, but I feel like that's kind <laughs> of the expectation because that's why they have so many sides. It's always know? so dry. That's what I've always, like, whenever yeah. I've, like, mm-hmm. gone to those kinds of, like, events or, like, a Friendsgiving, and they're like, oh, my God, try this. Like, my mom made it. I'm like, God, it's so dry like but yeah they probably have so many sides because you can like perfect the side but maybe like the main dish isn't always like their best they're really good at baking like if that you is ask them it. they never tell mm-hmm. you that their favorite part of their thanksgiving meal is the turkey mm-hmm. like, they always know. say it's like the mac and cheese yeah. like the bread rolls like my neighbor is like my neighbor always says, talks about like cranberry dressing or stuffing and like this mac and cheese is so good i'm like but what about like the main like hero of the dish what about the turkey it's like it's cool. It's there, it's, yeah. You know, it's like, sort of, yeah, it's just there to fill you up, I guess. <laughs> Whereas we go hard, like, on the pozole and all those kinds of things. Like, that's the first thing gone yeah. whenever, like, uh, during those events. So I'm just like, really, you guys don't enjoy your, like, y'all don't know how to cook? You don't enjoy your main <laughs> dish of, the like, the evening? I don't know. That's why we don't do turkey. We, if we do anything on Thanksgiving, it's, like, either, like, pupusas or, like, like, we do ham if we're ever going to do turkey. But, like, yeah. 
don't think we're gonna do turkey anytime soon just because we're fear like that being so dry you know what i mean but yeah <laughs> oh, that's my train of thought <laughs> i'm getting so caught up in food it's like oh man i'm, I'm like reminiscing on like last year thanksgiving <laughs> You know, I'm just wishing I ate before this because I'm just thinking about food right now and, like, my mouth keeps watering and I'm afraid my stomach's gonna make a noise. <laughs> She's just thinking about the mole and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel it, girl. I'm, like, this is why I'm ready for, like, this part of the year. I mean, I'm not because you just end up gaining so much weight from, like, trying things and I'm like... It's worth it, though. <laughs> right? So, Magali, you have family in Sacramento so you don't have to like figure out your like Thanksgiving or your like Christmas meals because you know you can go back to family I don't know Eric for you is that like is it difficult for you do you go back to see your family I go back late since I don't drive I usually like take the train but it's like I go like the day like right before Thanksgiving just because it's cheaper Mm -hmm. but yeah it's really tough out here like not knowing or like having like my mom out here like helping me out in the kitchen or, like, giving me, like, tips on, like, what I should do. Because, you know, it's, like, I only know what I like to consider the basics. But, yeah, I definitely miss that. And, like, that luxury of, like, having, like, my mom like, right there just, like, helping me out. Do you have, like, the same thing? Because, I mean... Well, you see... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I wish I cooked more. But I think, you know, being a college student, you kind of run out of time. I feel like, personally. I, maybe it's just me. But... So I feel like I lack in that regard. I eat a lot of just, like, pre-made stuff or things that are easy to put together. So it makes me, like, like, when I'm thinking about the moda right now, it makes me, like, oh, miss that so much. Because I'm like, oh, shoot, I wish I could just, like, whip that up real quick or, you know, go to my mom's and just eat it right now. But um, it's just, I think it's nice to have that, you know, attachment uh, of, like, food to your family and your roots um that special memory because over here in america i feel like i don't know what family can say that about i'm speaking mostly about white families like what are they gonna be like oh my mom made great hot dogs <laughs> like you know what i mean <laughs> so i i like that i have that thing to look back to like oh yeah like this is part of my culture like this is what i grew up eating like you know yeah i definitely i feel like i i'm a and a very great advantage of, like, living with, like, my mom. So my mom always makes, like, my favorite, like, dishes from, like, Mexico and, like, all the things that she learned to make when she was growing up. So I definitely, like, have that on a day-to-day basis. I don't always appreciate it. I'm like, oh, great, that again. But I'm like, no, if it was anything else, like, I would be so upset. Like, I I don't know how Americans can eat some of the things that they eat, like casseroles and, like, whatever it is that they do. (laughs) But, like, yeah, I definitely have to start appreciating that more because it is, like, like an extension of like where I'm from and the culture that we have and how much I absolutely love it. No, I get it though, Magali. Like, why do you have to make soup and albonigas on a hot day? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! It'd be a hundred degrees and they want us to sweat more or something. I don't know what it like is. Like caldo de pescado. My mom's like, it's like a hundred and three. She's like, we're gonna have caldo de pescado, and I made tortillas, and I'm like, it's hot in here. I'm sweating. Like, what are you doing? She goes, well, this is the perfect. Like, I don't know. I just saw it, and it's the perfect day. And I'm like, uh huh, okay. Since I was, like, seven, my dad's been taking me to work with him since he's a gardener. And so one day we came back, and it was, like, in the summer. It was, like, nearly 100. And my mom was like, uh, hice sopa de, de pollo, hice caldo y todo eso. And then it's like we walked in, and, like, this, like, the vapor of everything just hit us in the face. Like, oh, my God. We're sweating already. Why do we, like, 
We're so hungry. Like, <laughs> oh, quieren tostar los chiles, and then like you're coughing, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, what are you coughing about? It's not even that bad. I'm like, bro, you you have the chiles over there on the stove, and I'm dying. Like, and I'm in the complete other side of the house. Like, how is that even possible? I know you can't escape it. Even like if you go upstairs or anything, it's like, oh my god, I still like, it's just so strong. Nah, I, you'd be like. Lord, this is it. <laughs> this is the end. Este es el final. I'm not going to make it out of here. Like, nowhere in the house can you find a room where you're free of, like, the chile. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know. It feels like it burns your throat. I don't it, know like, how It, like, seeps yeah. into it. Like, it's almost, you just kind of smell it first. And the second you, you smell it, it's like that's when, like, your throat just, it feels like it's closing up. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I need to leave. I need to get out of here. But it's just, like, the worst. It's like, Mom, you chose right now when everybody was home and you've been here. Like, <laughs> you chose to just kill us all with this. Like, such a strong smell. But let's talk about that salsa, though. Oh, that chile that comes after. It's always so good. And, and you know it's because they roasted it pretty good, too. They were like, all right, andabas chingando que you, you couldn't breathe or whatever five minutes ago. Now eat it. And I'm just like, okay, good. Like, it's, it's amazing now, but I'm <laughs> suffering during the process. Like, I see, ahorita ya te gusta el chile. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same thing with the soup. Ah, yeah. Sí, ya, ya te lo estás comiendo. Uh-huh. You get up good. to get a second plate, and they're like, no que no querías, no que it was too hot. And I'm like, no, it's fine, I swear. <laughs> It just be slapping. Like even on the days where it's so hot, it's like, oh man, this 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 is hitting different right now. <laughs> I'm Salvadoran, so I don't like. They, my mom doesn't like make chile like that, but what she does make whenever she like does make sopas and stuff or like tostadas is like you guys know what consomme is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that consomme that just a birria anything is just oh that stuff be slapping. But, I know. I feel like even that though has been turned into like an American thing. Like has they, it? Yes, you haven't seen like the birria like pizzas on like no. TikTok. Oh, they yeah. have turned it into like such a like their own commodity, and I'm like, oh my god, you can't even like enjoy it. It's, the birria probably isn't even made like great. They just like have never tried it like authentically. That they're like, oh yeah, this is good. This is amazing. I'm gonna go buy this at whatever fifty dollar place down the street. You know, so it just sucks because I do love birria, but then like you can't even go get it like authentically anywhere because they just turn it into something else. I didn't know that. Birria pizza? What? Yes. Like, it, it don't... Just be lucky you don't know what it is. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm about to Google this. What? <laughs> no, I've heard of Mexican pizza. And mm-hmm. I don't even know what kind of stuff they put on there. But it just does not sound good. No. No. And then... Well, well, I think you sent me this, actually. It was like a concha with, like, ice cream. Like a concha ice cream sandwich. What the heck? Yeah. No, I don't think I sent you that. No? Okay, never <laughs> But... Wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, stuff like those where it's, like, why do you have to make everything so extra? Like, why can't things just be, Mm -hmm. you know? Just enjoy it the way it is, the way it's made. Like, that is how it's meant to to be eaten. Don't add all this extra stuff to it. Yeah. Well, it was great talking to you guys about all the different, you know, why we love our culture. I feel like food has definitely been the main conversation about this, but it was really good talking to you guys. I hope we can continue this and just talk about like our culture, where we're from. Obviously, we're all from different places, and I hope that we can like share our experiences and like what makes being Latino and, you know, Latina so amazing. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I can't wait to like we delve into like bigger topics and like more topics where I like Oh, not only like expanding further on food, but also just like talking about, you know, 
how we grew up, like expectations wise uh, from my parents, what, you know, those like rules that we grew up with, you know what I mean? Those strict ass rules. <laughs> but yeah, it was really nice talking to you both. Thank you for inviting me, Eric and Bali. It was nice talking to you both about our, our culture and, you know, just all the food that we have grown up eating. I'm going to go eat after this because I am starving. So thank you. <laughs>